All right. Next up, we have another guest that's been on the podcast before. They've been on twice already. They were on episode 47. We talked about Fallout 76 when it was still in beta. And we also talked on episode 59 when we went over the State of Decay Awards nomination show. He is a streamer on Twitch and also a YouTube content creator. Please welcome back to the podcast, Sarkoth. How are you, Sarkoth? Hello, Blaze. How's it going? Pretty good yourself? Going good. Can't complain. Yeah, I'm excited for this one-year anniversary show. You know, it's been a great show so far. We had a lot of great segments. Yeah, it's awesome, man. I, I'm I'm really proud of you and all the stuff you've done this year. It's been just great, and I've been I'm so happy that I've been able to be a part of a lot of it. Yeah, thank you, and I really appreciate all the support you've given. You know, all the events you participated in. You've been a great referee in these events, too, so it's been awesome. Thank you. And, you know, I know you do a stream, and you want to talk about your stream a little bit? You're a great Twitch streamer. I do a, I do variety streamings, and I, I stream right now. I'm currently doing YouTube about three days a week streaming, and then the rest of the time I'm doing Twitch. And then sometimes I'll sneak in a little bit of back and forth and stuff, but... And I stream, like I said, varieties of different stuff. Right now I'm doing uh, Seven Days to Die twice a week. I've been that one's been a common one on my channel for a very long time for a couple of years now and the fans seem to really like it more so on Twitch than YouTube so I usually just do my 7 days die over on Twitch and then I do a lot of other gaming on the you know a lot of different other games like Anthem right now is the current big one I was recently doing Atlas Fallout I'm a huge Fallout fan so anything Fallout I will always play it and no matter how bad it gets with uh, Bethesda. I still love them because they. I. I just. I'm a huge uh, Wasteland fan. So. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to uh, Wasteland three this year too. I'm gonna check that out when it comes out. But. Oh yeah. But I know you mentioned Fallout, and that's actually one of the episodes we did is uh, on Fallout seventy six. So. I know you probably remember that episode. Do you still play Fallout now? I currently am not playing it. I'm waiting for more content. I got to the point in the game where I felt like I accomplished everything, and I even have a. I even have a shotgun that's pretty much a one-kill shotgun. I mean, it's such a deadly shotgun that it's a big joke on my channel on how many times am I killing myself with it. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty dangerous item. Uh, the next uh, big game that I'm really looking forward to right now is Rage 2 by Bethesda as well. So it, it to me, it has that Wasteland-type feel or more like, uh, you know, oh, I'm trying to think of a game like, you know, I can't think of the name. Go on. That's no, okay. <laughs> it's all good. But Rage, so right now, the big game I'm looking forward to is Rage 2 by Bethesda. It looks really cool. And it's going to be a one player, uh, one player type game with, you know, really story driven, sort of like the Fallout series type stuff. You know, it's not going to be multiplayer. Sadly, I wish it would have been co-op. That would have been, that would have really sealed the deal on it, but. It still looks so much fun that I'm definitely going to be checking it out. Yeah, I know you just recently finished uh, Metro Exodus, and you're kind of, you know, seemed a little bit bummed that that wasn't co-op, too. Yeah, well, there was a lot of stuff that bummed me out about Metro Exodus, personally. I was, it's probably, right now, it's not my most favorite game. I beat it in less than 25 hours, and I don't know, to me, it just was kind of boring, and I was really disappointed in it, to be honest. That's unfortunate, but I mean, you're always going to get games like that, so... Yeah, it happens at least at least once a year. Last year, my big right. one was um, Mass Effect's Andromeda. So <laughs> now I just got you. You, know, you just get up and keep moving along. Exactly. Not every game can be a state of decay where you can play it for hours and hours. So that's true. <laughs> Which, speaking of state of decay, we actually had a state of decay awards nomination show that you were on. So I don't yeah, know if you remember was... that show at all, but that was really oh yeah, that was show. a lot of fun. I was with uh, Fall Down and ML Maurice. Yeah, two great content creators in the community as well. So yep. 
you know, Fall Down's actually joining me tonight. Oh, is he? That, that's awesome. So <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be playing some Seven Days to Die together. Of course, when people are hearing this, it's going to be on March 16th, so that won't apply, really. But <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right. <laughs> but um, how long have you been streaming, actually? Uh, let's see. I mean, there was a time where I was the casual streamer. Like, maybe I streamed once a week, maybe once even a month. I mean, it was so random. And that goes back for about four years, five years now. And then... um. Actually, you know what? Tomorrow is my two-year anniversary for streaming for um for the last two years. I've streamed every day except for when I'm on vacation. Start tomorrow is my anniversary on that. Well, happy anniversary! You know, yeah, February podcast. Then. Yeah, February twenty seventh, uh, in two thousand seventeen. I started doing. I said, you know what? I had a month before that, or two months before that, I had just finished getting my master's in software engineering and i was like you know what i need a new hobby so i said i'm gonna start streaming every day and i went for it and um now two years later it's uh been doing pretty good i'm i let just two weeks ago i broke 3100 subscribers on youtube and just last week i hit 500 followers on twitch well congrats yeah, that's a great accomplishment i mean you know i just made it to one year so i gotta make a whole another year to get to that but you know two years is amazing so congrats on that as well thank you and you did mention actually your vacations which Funny you mentioned that, because that's actually uh, around the time that we first met. I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, I was I back around the first K-Fest there, where you, you took your first vacation, and you're like, oh, man, I'm, I'm missing this event that just happened. So. Yeah, I was really, I was so disappointed that I was missing it, because it was like, you guys scheduled it right then in the in mid-September, and I was, I mean, I got back to watch the last half of it, and I was watching everybody and stuff, even while I was on vacation, checking you guys out and stuff. Because that was one of the times where I was still huge in the state of decay, and I was, you know, really loving it. And, I, and then that's when they released, you daybreak. know, the the daybreak. So yeah, yeah I was out, I was so. so hyped about it, and it was it was so nice to you know actually start getting involved with other people that were interested in the game that I was interested in. So yeah, definitely, that was a great first event. Just the, the timing didn't work out well for you, but that's all right. <laughs> but that's all right. I've I've been around since. Exactly. And I don't know if you remember the first game that I actually saw you stream, but no, which what was it? Which game? Yeah, I didn't think you remembered. Uh, I actually jumped in your stream is a little bit before the K Fest happened. Like I think it was last night before your vacation, or like two nights before. Ah, uh, that had to be scum. Yep, scum. Yep. Yep. If <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was right before I went on vacation, that was the that's actually I was so disappointed that um that you know my vacation was actually even falling on that too because. But then it ended up to not live up to its hype anyway, so. Yeah, it, it didn't really seem like it lived that long. I mean, I don't know if anyone's still playing it or not, but. <laughs> I mean, it, it was, it had a lot of things going for it, but I, you know, one of the problems, you know, with those types of games, if they release it a little bit too early, there's just not enough stuff going on in it, and there's other stuff that might be causing issues. But, you know what, overall, though, it was a fun shooter, and the, the zombie-like things in that game were interesting as well. Yeah, it, it seems interesting to watch, but I don't think I'd really want to play it. That's kind of how I felt, you know. Oh, okay. W watching you play it, for example, it wasn't that bad, but, like, actually playing it, I don't think I'd really be for me. It, it's, uh, it was a pretty hardcore survival game. You had to even watch your vitamins and stuff, sort of like what Atlas did later on, too, except right. Atlas toned it down a little bit, thankfully. Which is good, so. <laughs> yep. But yeah, your, your first event you officially got involved with was Undead Trials, where you actually became a champion. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean, I got to, um, so I ended up getting Screw Loose to team up with me for that event because we were, it just so happens that him, the two of us were playing together almost every day anyway. And this came along and was like, hey, you want to do this together? He was just like, yeah, let's do it. And, you know, we, uh, 
we end up bringing it home and took a first place in the dual championship. Yeah, and I'm sure you remember your run you had. Your run was basically flawless like the entire time. I don't it, know if you remember the only like little mistake you made in that run, but yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, we ended <laughs> yeah. up thinking that there was. We thought one rule was one way, and ended up being. I can't remember the exact rule, but I remember that the the rule wasn't exactly what we thought. And I'm glad we were talking about it as we said it, because then you were able to correct us, and I was like, right. Oh, okay. So then we just said, okay, well, we'll switch it to this. We were going to do this later anyway, and then we just went back and made sure we did it right the second time around. Yeah, basically, what it was is you were going for guns hot, but you didn't realize that guns hot meant you couldn't use explosives either, and you already had minefield down. Right, yes. That's okay, what it was, so. Yep. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, well, we'll go for this instead, then. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> and you managed to get the guns hot after anyway, so, I mean, you guys didn't fail a single run. You know, it's probably one of the most textbook runs we've had in under trials, so congrats. We, I don't know how lucky we were on that. I just, that's all I could say. It felt really lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you watched some of the trios. I don't, you weren't in the trios in Undead Trials 3, but... I watched the, a lot the, of The trios them. was a lot harder, so... <laughs> yes, I was watching a lot of them, and yes, that was, that was some intense stuff right there. I mean, when, 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 when watching the duos, I felt it was easy mode, and I really didn't feel the intense feeling when watching the other players, but when watching, but being there, it was intense, but when watching the trios, that, was some hardcore stuff yeah. right there. And I was on the edge of my seat a lot of the time. So Yeah, there's so many matches that, you know, came down to the wire where, like, basically the last match for most of the teams, there was technically a way they could have won. I mean, some of the teams had to pull off some crazy stuff if they were going to do it, but most of the teams were within, you know, striking distance. So, yep. So, Blaze, how do you feel going into having one year anniversary? Honestly, pretty good. You know, I'm excited for the future and. You know, we have a lot of changes that um, were just announced earlier on this podcast. And, you know, I'm excited to have the Patreon open up. I'm excited to, you know, open up a streaming more and just everything that's coming up. So I'm excited to, you know, take this further and try and uh, grow from here because, you know, we've uh, kind of had the same schedule and stuff for a while now. And I feel it's time to make some changes and try to reinvigorate more. Awesome. Well, I've been enjoying it and, you know, I've been enjoying, you know, I was, you know, it's great that I've been able to be your friend and stuff and meet you and, um, be a part of helping you guys out whenever you guys need a hand. Hell, there's been a couple times where I've come home from work just to, you know, jump in on something that you guys need help on. And, you know, I'll tr always try if I can do it. No, I definitely appreciate that too. You're always very, um, timely, you know, you're always easy to get a hold of, which I really appreciate all that too. So. So thank uh, you for don't that. Don't worry about that. Yeah. You can always count on me being a re quick reply. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, unlike some people, you actually keep your word. You know, we've had people in the past that said they would do something and then they like flake last minute. I'm like, seriously? So. <laughs> well, you, that's that's another thing. I've, I've always been a big component of, you know, if you say you're going to do something, you do everything you can to make sure you accomplish that. So Exactly. So you got to try to do your best for that and you do that. So I appreciate it. You're welcome. Is there anything you want to say to my audience here before we go? Well, everybody, I've got to say that it's been great knowing Blaze. He is a good all-around guy. And it, like I said, it's been a pleasure getting to know you, you know, at least since I've been, I guess I've been working with you now for about, you know, six months and in different projects and stuff, Stay the K2 related. And, you know, we even did the Fallout 76 stream. And, you know, if there's any other time you need to, like, get my feeling on a game or something like that, just let me know. And, um, you know, I always just, you know, I just 
glad you know that we got to I got to be a part of your year one year anniversary as well. I appreciate that. It's been nice to have you on here, you know, and hopefully uh, soon we can have you back on a full episode because it was nice the two episodes we had you on. So great. But I will let you get back to your streaming because I know you got some nice streaming to do tonight. So thank you for being on and we will move on to our next guest. So thank you again, Sir Goth. Oh, you're welcome. You take care, Blaze. Hey, everybody, you know, make sure you follow this guy and, you know, check him out. Check out all his podcasts. Give him some support. He deserves it. And you guys have a great night. Take care. Thank you. All right. We have another guest here with us today. This guest is a one-time guest in the podcast. They are making their second appearance right now. They were on episode 61 for the State of the K Awards results show. They have a YouTube channel, which they do a great games cast for. They do a lot of State of Decay content, and they've been around the community a while. Please welcome back to the show, Arky Gamescast. How's it going, Blaze? How's it going, Blaze community? It's your boy. I'm glad to have you back. You know, second yeah. appearance for you, so. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to be back. And, you know, Blaze, uh, the, the appearance I had in the past, the uh, award show, that was, I think, the pinnacle and the, the it, it led up to that for me because I, I created the you know coverage series and we're doing coverage and we're play, talking about the game and throughout so many of my live streams and State of the K2 coverage episodes I, I've often brought up <laughs> to my community you know um, it seems like Undead Labs is hiding from me or they didn't want to talk to me or I was just too speculative and I didn't think that they they didn't want to you know feed my speculation sorry <clears throat> they didn't want to feed my speculation at all um, I don't I don't know why but leading up to that I was just like I never got to talk with Undead Labs, and the game has been out, and I just really wanted to talk to Undead Labs. And on that show, you surprised me at the beginning where uh, Brant and uh, Brant came in, and Jeffrey Jeffrey came in, and it it shocked me. I was just my heart started racing. I was like, "Oh my god, what did, what did Blaze get me into?" I well, what I found out was I finally got to speak with Undead Labs and and talk stayed K two with them for two two hours plus. To the point where they needed to go because we were holding them too long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that was awesome. That was like the pinnacle of my experience here on YouTube so far. So I want to thank you especially for setting that up and then not even letting me know and then surprising me with it <laughs> because I think it put on a way better show because I, I didn't have time to think about it and I was able to just kind of go. Because if I had time to think about it, I would have thought myself into a circle and I wouldn't have been able to perform well so thank you no problem yeah I thought it'd be fun that way because uh Kay Sizzle was on there with us too he had no idea so I'm just like well I'm just gonna bring him in here and you know they're gonna find out that way so yeah and 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 Brent and Jeffrey are just like they're they are the spokesmen of Undead Labs that you know they're the people we watch and they're the people we've heard so much about Save K2 from leading up and beyond so it was so cool to be able to talk with those two in particular and you set that up so i, I thank you for that and the, you know the, this is your one year anniversary of doing the save the k2 podcast and and and, and, and doing all of that that that's huge like, like in a year you were able to get you know devs to talk on your on your on your podcast and 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 Something I couldn't do the entirety of my cover series was talk with them, <laughs> like outside of my text sent to them on Twitter or text sent to them through, you know, the uh, uh, Twitch chat, right? When they're doing their State of K2 discussion streams leading up. So it, it was really awesome. And that was just really, really um, cool. And it was the first time I ever got to talk with like real devs for a game I am this much passionate about. And it was, it was a pinnacle experience within my, time here 
so I want to thank you and, and, and congratulations for where you're at and what you're doing and, and, you know, all the people on this show so far that have, have, have talked to you about your one year. They all know the impact you're having in the community, bringing people from all walks of Save Decay into the same discussion platform, you know, all talking about it on different angles and enjoying the experience as a community together. So thank you on behalf of the community and myself um, and all the audience members over on Archie Gamescast. You guys are, you're doing uh, a work that I don't think any other creator has had the courage or gusto to be able to do because it's not easy bringing so many people together. I know how that can be, um, you know, and I know how hard it can be to get me on something. And, you know, you were persistent over time and, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, you know, finally got me to, to experience the Undead Trials 3. And for that, that was awesome. I didn't understand the, the magnitude of the events um, until you kind of informed me what it was and sent me the registration and kind of, kind of you know, got me to understand what was going on. And, and once I understood, I was totally behind it. Um, so, you know, you're doing something that no one else is doing. So that's, you know, you are singular on this world for doing that. That's very in interesting. You know, you are one person on the entire planet doing what you're doing. Um, that's something, you know. So I don't mean to yeah, blow thank up. you. I appreciate that. No. <laughs> I don't mean to blow smoke up your butt, but like that's really, you know, that's something awesome. You're doing something that no one else is doing. So I appreciate it. Well, thank you. I, I really appreciate you saying that, you know, kind of like you said, I mean, I don't really have any kind of team behind me or anything like that. Like I basically do everything I do on my own and that's why I get so little sleep. I mean, you know, I, I stream partially. I do the podcast weekly. I do the state of cake community events, which I do have help on those, you know, kids, mm -hmm. Mr. Dart, for example. So I do have some help in that area, but most of the stuff I do, I don't really have a ton of help on. Well, yeah, that's what's so difficult about just the content creation side. And I don't think that the creators here have talked enough about, um, how, how it works. I think a lot of uh, the audience may think that, you know, uh, we, we wake up and we put an hour into doing content. I can only speak for myself, and I'm, and I'm sure you can um, follow along with this, is we put so much time into what we do, and I think it shows in the content, and it shows in, um, you know, it, it, it shows how much time we put in, because it, it we don't talk enough about how it affects our lives personally, and just how, you know, we structure ourselves to be able to do what we do. Um, and you say, you know, I've heard you say multiple times over, you know, the past time I've known you is you, you don't get much sleep because you're doing so much um, and you're, you're, you're trying to get the best uh, content uh, you can make personally. And you don't want to uh, tell people how hard it is uh, because, it, you know, it, it's a pride thing. We don't want to sit there and complain how much uh, we go through to do what we do. But I think it is important for people to understand that the content creation process, whether you're talking about State of K2 or you're talking about anything that you're passionate about, the very first thing is you need to be passionate about it because if you're not, the time Absolutely. you put in will take its toll. And, and and over time, you'll find that you're not liking what you're doing because you're not passionate about it. And I've told, you know, inspiring creators throughout my community since the get-go, I, I learned through the hard way where doing things I didn't like, right, and 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 and... and trying and trying again right but then i found the thing that <clears throat> worked and i liked so the state of k2 coverage series on arc games cast was that first thing i found in the two plus years of the channel's life 
was, wow, I found something that I'm passionate about and also works. Um, you know, and, and the biggest thing was there was a community there and the community, um, supported the content and I was passionate about it. So it made it so much easier for me to just do it ends on, uh, end on end. And you got to think, Blaze, like you've talked about State of Decay 2 for probably, let's be generous or let's not be generous and say (laughs) you've talked 60 hours, right, about this game. No, it's it's so much more than that. Probably. I know episode-wise, I've done 40 or more episodes on it, so. And each episode's roughly an hour and a half, up to two hours, so. Yeah, I mean, some of them are shorter at, like, 40 minutes, but most of them are over an hour. But right. There's a couple so that are 40 minutes. You're so. At, and, and, so, at the very least, the content people are seeing, you've put up 60-plus, 70-plus hours of content. For myself, I the last time I did a calculation on how much Dave the K2 content just by minutes were on the channel i was up to like 90 plus hours of state k2 content and this was before the game released so i couldn't i couldn't even imagine how much we talked about this game um on the channel uh after and and before so how much time combined i don't know but for people like us who have spent you know countless hours 60 70 80 90 100 hours talking about this game at just a content level where people are watching it people need to understand that's just what you're seeing there are probably three to four hundred hours that aren't in content that aren't viewable because it's not a part of the the actual video it's all the process leading up in the creation process creating videos and creating live streams and getting people to come on your live stream or getting people to come on your show or talk and researching information all these things take so much hours and you know the amount of hours just in content is is insane let alone the amount of hours you're putting outside of what people can see that is something you have to be passionate about if you're not passionate about what you're talking about this type of cycle will kill you or it would very least kill your will to create ever again so that's why it's important for you know inspiring creators watching this and out there to be passionate about what you create and find something that works that aligns well with your passions so, you know, and for you, Derek, uh, congratulations on your one year again. This, what, I have a question. Thank you. What yeah, was, let's say, what was your favorite episode to, uh, to record? What was, you know, what was your, uh, your favorite episode to, uh, to conceptualize and create and talk with the people you had on? Um, well, I've, you know, said this on the Undead Lab stream once, and mm-hmm. I also said it in a segment, uh, previously in this very episode, or maybe depending on the order, you might hear it after this, but, um, honestly, my favorite episode, if I had to pick just one, it would be episode 26, and mm-hmm. that was where I talked about the top 15 facility mods with, uh, ML Maris. Wow. And I really love that episode because, Maris and I, we both have the same type of style where we're very analytical. And mm-hmm. in that episode, it created a really interesting and cool debate where we, we had different styles of how to use the facility mods, but, and we kind of both argued our points and it ended up being like over two hour episode. And it was a lot of fun because we both had, you know, different lists, but we had our different reasons for talking about them. And it was a really fun episode that had mm-hmm. a really nice dynamic to it. Yeah. Well, that's the biggest thing is, you know, the, you know, doing what we do, you, you kind of have to cover all bases and make sure that, you know, the people who are negative about any certain topic understand why it works and why it's there. Because if, you know, if you just take a surface level opinion and say, this is why, you know, this thing doesn't, or this is this thing and it doesn't work. I'm negative about it. Well, if you just take that, 
you're not getting anywhere. We need to explain to the viewers and to the audience and, and the fans why something exists because then they can understand more about it and not take such a negative approach to it. With your podcast is you mentioned that that episode was your favorite because it you know it had a really good dynamic to it and that's the biggest thing is our discussions they they need to carry dynamic to it because if they don't have a dynamic flow then viewers can can kind of weed out when you know someone's not passionate about something and when you're passionate about something dynamics just come they they flow naturally and that's the biggest thing and uh the, you know your base discussion I would say that you probably learned more about your feelings about the base than you knew going into it. You probably were able to bounce your opinions off of uh, your co-host and then build your own opinion even stronger and your own argument even stronger for the reasons why you love what you love about that portion of the game. That's the biggest thing with the discussions is the, you know, the passion only grows when you have discussion, right? And I, and I really appreciate you uh, bringing me on and, 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 and keeping me in the back of the, the your mind when you, you think about the Save the K2 content creators. Well, well, that's that's why your show works. Yeah, I kind of go in depth into things, and, you know, I, I think uh, it works pretty well. You know, we talk about a lot of games in depth, you know, not just Save the K. I mean, recently we had an episode on Crackdown 3 where I went in depth about, you know, everything that you can do in that game. So yeah. uh, I, I love going in depth into games like that. And, you know, uh, I think that's kind of, you know, where I saw your content kind of uh, had the same gist to it, at least. And mm -hmm. that's where we kind of ended up meeting because we didn't talk about that yet. But basically, I was doing the State of Decay community events. And essentially, I was kept contacting them like, hey, do you want to get in this event? Hey, do you want to get in this event? Because I was in your Discord and I mm -hmm. just kept messaging you on Discord. I'm like, hey, do you want to get in this event? And then eventually, you know, you um, made it worth it. You got back to me because for the longest time, I'm like, oh, I can't get a hold of this guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was... It was a little difficult to understand what was going on during that period because right. for me, looking at you know the events, I was, I was, I was more on the side of all right. I am trying to completely understand the way I feel about my coverage moving forward and how I feel about um, talking about the game moving forward. That keeps that same type of charismatic, um, positive slant, but still discussing the more negative things that might crop up throughout the community. Because I think it's, it is important that we take into consideration how the community feels at some, in some cases. You know, it, it's hard being a creator, especially on YouTube, because you get comments, and I read every single comment, negative or positive, right? And often the negative shines through more than the positive, and you take more away from the negative. And I'm getting, I'm trying to get better at that. But for me, it was... I saw so much negativity around this that it w I, I needed to find a way to to confront the negativity in a way that's productive and healthy. With your one year anniversary, what do you, you know, moving forward, right? What do you see yourself doing now? Because I think you've covered so much about Save Decay 2 that um, it's, I think it's hard right now for you to maybe think of what have we not talked about? What have we not discussed yet? That people can learn from what are some things you're you're looking forward to with the difficulty and stuff like that you can be able to you know talk about yeah i mean with the difficulty update there's definitely going to be more to talk about because even stuff i've already talked about i can revisit it with a new perspective because mm -hmm. with a harder difficulty oh, yeah. i can maybe maybe talk about the same things i've already talked about but with the new lens on it that okay exactly. this is how you do it with a harder difficulty on there so um that's gonna be something interesting to talk about but 
Um, I think part of it too, which people will hear at the front of this episode, is that mm-hmm. I'm going to talk a little bit less about State of Decay. That way it gives me more room to expand more in those episodes. And I think it'll be fresher for people because uh, I've been doing it weekly, you know, for the whole year basically. Mm-hmm. And I am going to go to a model where I do it twice a month instead. And I think that'll be better because it'll give a chance for people to have a break in between there where mm-hmm. I talk about something else in between. And then they can go back to State of Decay the next week where I think it'll um, kind of keep things fresh for people where they're like, oh, okay, well, we're going to be back to State of Decay this week. And they might actually uh, want to hear those episodes a little bit more instead of like, oh, well, he's going to have a new one next week anyway. So I'll just wait for that one. Yeah. And I, I think that's a, that's a really good idea is kind of dispersing the, the discussion so that, you know, you have – because the, com- the community right now is kind of in a state of change. They, they're in a state of transition where we're transitioning into this, you know – a, a different type of experience, it, you know, not extremely different, but it's going to be quite different. And especially with the Trumbull Valley map coming, that just adds so much, you know, gust to us creators to be able to then, you know, all right, so we've talked about all the positives, all the negatives. Now we have this brand new um, portion of this game and we can now as a community come together and get hyped again and get excited and, and not feel yeah, so it's stagnant. Yeah, be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. So, I mean, yeah, uh, I, I can't wait for the difficulty update to come. You know, when people are hearing this, they're probably going to know when it's coming already because March 12th, there's supposed to be an announcement and this mm. episode is going to air March 16th. So by the time people are hearing this, we should already know something. Yeah. And, th- you know, I am excited to see what happens in the future. And Before we go, though, is there anything you want to say to my audience for the one year anniversary? Well, uh, I got to say that, you know, Blaze is doing something that is about the community and puts the community first. And, you know, I think sometimes creators can fall into what works more than what do I want to do, right? And Blaze has really stayed really strong on, on doing what he wants to do and, 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 and maybe thinking what will work that that comes later because what will work doesn't always mean what's best for the community and i think what blaze is doing uh works and he is passionate about it so i think as a community we need to kind of give him a round of applause and we need to also give a round of applause to all the creators who you know showcase their uh their you know creation throughout the entirety of this go with it, with the save decay franchise but also all the creators who uh, and community members who were on uh, this podcast here, uh, we we should all you know give a huge thanks to everyone that takes part in the community and wants to see this thing thrive. And with Blaze kind of heading the helm on community events and the State of Decay 2 podcast, you know there is no other place for weekly podcasts for State of Decay 2. And for, for me to say that it hurts because I would have really loved to to do that, but you know. I think for me, I had to stay in my lane, and 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 Blaze was, Blaze created the weekly podcast. That's Blaze. That's Thank the, the Blaze that. experience, and the Blaze experience is doing something that I don't think any other creator is doing. So I think we all content creators. Yeah, I've trust me, I search all the time for State of the K podcast, and right. really nothing comes up. I mean, well, honestly, basically around launch, some people have like one podcast ever about it around launch, and that's mm-hmm. about it. So yeah. I, well, I think for the longest time, it, it, you know, it was myself and you who were doing long-form State of Decay content on YouTube and, and on other platforms. There was no other discussion 
plat, uh, uh, discussion podcast for Save Decay 2 that was, you know, actually a full podcast with different voices. You know, I stopped doing the Save Decay 2 live discussions uh, a little bit after the game came out. Um, and for me, I, I, I had to I had to kind of understand where my passion was, right? And I think that your right. passion is 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 community discussion and, and and building a community. I mean, you are literally doing what someone should get paid to do. It, does that make sense? Like you're doing what um literally people get paid to do within other communities, like uh community management and I, I mean if someone who wants to pay me to do it then I, I wouldn't <laughs> mind, but you know, <laughs> no. But well, yeah, it, it's been fun a, a whole ride. So. Yeah, well I'm saying you're doing a job that you know people get paid to do. So that that, right. that that's one thing that people should understand and respect and and really get behind because this is not easy. What you're doing is not easy, and you know your style of doing it is especially not easy. Um, because it, it it's podcast that isn't live. It, it it you take a lot of production time to do everything. You know, it could have been easy to bring twelve you know people into one podcast and just let it all go loose, right? But no, you have structure to what you're doing. You understand what you're doing, and you're doing it because you love it. And for that, um, congratulations for doing what you love for the past year. And you know, here's to years to come um, of you doing the same thing and 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 thriving and, and and being a part of the community as 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 a leader as as you've been. Um, so I want to thank you on behalf of myself and and just all the community for Save Decay. Um, and here's to the future for the franchise and to your podcast. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, this was an awesome segment. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, it is a lot of fun to have you on. And you now we have some other guests coming up, so we are going to get to those guests, but. Uh, hopefully everyone's enjoying this so far. It's stick around. There's going to be more guests to come. So, Arky, thank you for coming on again. Thank you. All right. Next up, we have another guest here with us today. This guest has been on the podcast twice already. So this is their third appearance. This guest was on for episode number 33 and also episode 61. They're on for two great podcasts. Please welcome back to the podcast, Undead Labs senior designer, Jeffrey Card. Hey there. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back. Oh, no, I'm glad that uh, that you wanted me on. This is, uh, you know, I, I listen to your podcast every week. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I get to listen to myself when I'm on as a guest. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> did you actually listen back to the ones you were on yourself? Uh, I know I did. Yeah, it was actually uh, kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> like, I think I had other responsibilities to do around my house, but I'm like, I'm sorry. I have to listen to myself talk for an hour. <laughs> well, hopefully it wasn't too bad for you. I have to listen to myself talk all the time, so. Oh, that's true. You probably have to deal with that way more than me. I don't actually watch, like, when we record uh, the streams that we do that I host, uh, I don't watch those back except to edit the very edges of them because I'm like, the last thing I want to do is hear myself talk and just second guess every single thing I've said. That makes sense, yeah. See, for me, I mean, I have to edit every single show, so I've heard myself talk more than anyone else, bro. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds like hell. You get used to it after a while, though. <laughs> So is there anything that kind of spoke to you about our um, two episodes that, you know, you kind of want to mention? I mean, our first one was basically an interview, which I thought was a really cool interview where we talked about kind of your backstory and how you kind of got into the gaming industry. I mean, it was great to have a chance to sort of uh, delve into that stuff again. I, You know, you, you spend a lot of your life just sort of barreling forward, looking at what's ahead and sort of looking back at, uh, at, at all of the different you know events in my life and things like that that sort of led me to, to, to being at Undead Labs, which is kind of my dream job. Um, you know, it, it was kind of interesting to, to sort of take stock. So you gave me a good opportunity there. Awesome. I think it was great for the fans to listen to, too, because, you know, we kind of went over some of your process for working on the labs and kind of how you design some of the things you do. So that was really cool to hear about, too. Yeah, I first uh, discovered your podcast. I don't even remember. I think it might have been on Discord that somebody linked it. 
I don't know. I think you were already several State of Decay podcasts in when I when I found out that 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 the podcast existed at all. Um, but it was really interesting because you know when you're when you're creating a game, you sort of you you first you imagine the game in your head and 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 the thing that you want to make, and then you try to actually make it. And whenever you actually make the thing, uh, there's still a part of you that remembers the initial fantasy, remembers you know what it was you were trying to make. And so you have a tendency to sort of look at it with rose-colored glasses and 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 just see everything that you've built through the lens of what you thought it was going to be. And so one of the, the main benefits of listening to your podcast is that you don't know what we had in our heads as we were starting uh, to, to, to develop the game. You just have the final product. And to, so you do all this analysis true, of the yeah. final product, and you put things together, and you make me notice things about my work that there's no way I could have noticed if I was just looking at it from my own perspective. And so whenever, you know, so the, the work that you've done, you know, cataloging and analyzing and, and commenting on um, State of Decay has really informed my perspective when I'm going back and, you know, making edits and updates and changes and, and additions to the game. Uh, you know, your perspective actually really informs uh, how a lot of the, those thought processes go. Well, thank you. I'm glad I could help with that, you know, because basically when I set out to do the podcast, the whole perspective and thing that i want to get people to understand is i'm trying to help people learn the game from a different perspective and kind of give them different ideas on how to play or how to strategize with the game you know different mechanics in the game so i was actually trying to just you know help the community and give them different ideas on how to play the game and it's funny because i didn't really expect you know someone like yourself to be listening to it and get uh stuff out of it too and it's really cool that you got stuff out of it too (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, you've definitely had a, a huge impact on just the identity of our community. You know, we had, I mean, we had a community with on State of the K1, you know, long before you ever started your podcast. Um, and it had, you know, a flavor of its own. We we loved all those people, especially, you know, the folks who were there from even before the game came out, supporting us and, and helping the studio, which was a very small indie studio, um, you know, back then when State of the K1 was, was in progress. Um, but, you know, since State of the K2 came out and since you've, you know, gotten involved, you've brought in this whole other character to the way that our, our community works. We've still got, you know, a lot of the old people and a lot of the old flavor, but then you brought in these these events and uh, commentary and you put together this this group of, you know, of streamers and other and other people who really have kind of created a, a coherent identity um, uh, around our community, which is, it, it's just, it's an interesting, it's, it's different from the way it was before, but it's really interesting and cool. And I feel like it's, it's got a lot of room to, to, to grow and, beca- you know, find more ways to be valuable in the future. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm hoping the same thing, you know, because I'm always trying to think of different things we could do or the next event that's coming up, you know, because... For example, in April, we're hoping to do Undead Trials 4, and we're hoping to go back to the base game and have some fun with that, you know, and uh, hopefully the difficulty update will be a part of that, so that'd be really cool, and, you know, we're always thinking of different things we could do to actually improve as we go on, because from where we were with the first event, we've actually come a long way to where we are now, I think. Well, it's really nice to have this active dialogue with our audience because, you know, each time we, uh, we're thinking about creating a new addition to the game or a new update to the game, you know, the main thing that is in our head is, you know, what is it that people out there are going to want? And, you know, for most games, for most of the industry's history, that's been guesswork. You know, you've been kind of trying to imagine what people might want in your audience. And, and you make the best guess you can, and sometimes you're right and sometimes you're wrong. Uh, but having this constant ongoing dialogue where you're talking to us and the other, you know, the other folks in the community are talking to us, it really makes a difference to our ability to, to, to make better choices about, you know, what it is we provide, uh, you know, further on down the line. Absolutely. I think one of the cool things that we actually did in the podcast that sort of took perspectives from the community was the State of Decay Awards that we did back in episode mm-hmm. 61. And you were part of uh, the results for that. So was it kind of cool for you to hear some of the voting for that and how the results actually came apart? 
Yeah, I, I remember. I don't remember a lot of the details, but I do remember that several of the answers surprised me. It made me sort of rethink what I thought the audience was really was really into when it came to you know different pieces of content and different experiences in the game. So, is there any actual results that sort of surprised you the most from that podcast? Because if I was going to call out one, one of the ones that surprised me a lot was actually the best trait, which uh, Immortal ended up winning that, which kind of surprised me because, in my opinion, if you look at the stats. Immortal isn't the best trait stats-wise, because there is something like Unbreakable that's a little bit better than that, but I think maybe just the term Immortal kind of, you know, spoke to the fans. Uh, yeah, I think maybe so. Um, it, I think it's sort of the cheekiness of it, the fact that it's basically uh, the thing that we're, uh, that we're describing is, um, it's kind of fantastical, right? It's like, obviously right. the character isn't really Immortal, so the fact that the character sheet is claiming that they're Immortal catch, catches your attention and makes you want to look a little deeper into it. Very true. So was there any other ones from that awards show that kind of um, took you by surprise or, you know, you kind of spoke to you a lot? Uh, you know, it's it's tough. I, I hate to admit this, but my memory is about the worst thing in my brain. Uh, so, like, <laughs> I, you know, I, I go, kind of go from uh, from day to day. I can I can hold about as much stuff in my head as I need to do my job. Uh, it's like right now uh, I'm planning on, on heading out to uh, to Los Angeles because uh, my, my sister just had a baby and I'm going to go down there and meet my niece and it's going to be really cool. And I have got no idea when my flight is taking off. I don't know what hotel I'm staying at. I don't know what car rental I've got uh, because all of that has to be put out of my head while I'm working during the week. And so I've completely forgotten everything about that episode. <laughs> Uh, and it's not because well, I had sense. any, you know, it's not, it doesn't represent me having less of an investment in the episode or anything like that. It's just my, I have a very small amount of RAM and I have to swap data in and out of it constantly. That definitely makes sense. And I can understand that. So <laughs> I'm glad you at least enjoyed it though. I did really enjoy it. It was a lot of fun. Me and Brand sitting here getting to chat with you guys. Uh, I mean, we, I remember having a great time. Emotional memory is really good. It's just memory for data. I mean, that's one reason why, I mean, another reason why your, uh, your podcast is so valuable it's the fact that you you are so granular, you get into such detail. And so there's lots of things that, you know, it's easy for me to breeze by, forget things that I've done. You come back and you remind me of all these details and you and you pick things out that there's no way I was going to notice on my own. Yeah, like I remember one of the ones we talked about a while back was I did a podcast about the fifth skill traits and you didn't realize that sewing was kind of something that I picked apart that was actually one of the better traits. Yeah, no, exactly. We actually, we added it to the rare skills trader and we started emphasizing it a lot more. Um, and and <laughs> in fact, uh, I don't know, there, there might be even be some future content coming down the line that might be a little bit inspired by, uh, by your love of sewing. So, uh, you know, keep, keep your eyes open. I will definitely do that. <laughs> But is there anything you want to say about the podcast, uh, how it's progressed since, like, I don't know what episode you first found, but since, like, the first episodes you found to the episodes that have been more recent, is there anything you want to say about how, you know, it's progressed since then? Well, I think the main thing that that I've noticed is how, you know, the podcast has grown from just being this little uh, solo project of yours to being this much larger thing that, that, that encompasses more of the community. And, and you know, some, I mean, some of that is the podcast, and some of it is just you as a, a leader in our community sort of branching out and doing things other than the podcast. So the podcast can support all of that stuff, but it's it went from being sort of the main thing that was going on with you uh, to being this smaller part of a much larger operation and, and, and a support for other things. No, that's very true. That's a good way to look at it because I've had a lot of guests in the community, you know, I've had like Mr. Dark, K-Sizzle, uh, Fall Down, all those mm -hmm. people, you know, I've been on here as well as others. And we've kind of talked about different topics. I just talked about the best guns with Mr. Dart, and that was fun, too. So it's really yeah. fun, you know, incorporating the rest of the community in this. Yeah, no, that was a fun one to listen to you guys uh, sort of debate about your favorite guns. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was really funny, too, how we both came to the same number one. And we had completely different lists besides that. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, is there anything you want to say to my audience for the one year anniversary? 
Uh, just, you know, I really hope you guys keep, uh, <laughs> keep supporting this thing. I mean, this podcast is really valuable to us, uh, and, and I want it to keep going, but that means that it needs to have an audience. So please, you know, stick around, <laughs> you know, uh, make sure that it stays in your feed and, uh, keep supporting Blaze because he's, he's doing really good work and we really value what's going on here. Thank you very much. And I really appreciate you coming back and hopefully you'll be back for full episodes in the future. I sure hope so. <laughs> we just got to make some stuff for you to talk about. <laughs> exactly. But we will move on to our next guest. So thank you, Jeffrey, for joining us once again. See you later.